Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. is in for Kerry Davis. Matthew Rocchio is here. I'm Randy Carricker, and we go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and our Blues Insider from The Athletic, Jeremy Rutherford, kind enough to join us. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Doing well, doing well. Just uh, on my way to Tulsa, Oklahoma for a young hockey tournament for my son here. Oh, very nice. Is that a hotbed now for hockey? It must be. It seems like there's a lot of tournaments there. Yeah, it's funny when I tell people uh, we're heading to a hockey tournament. Oh, yeah, where? Wisconsin, Minnesota? No, heading to Oklahoma. Are we road tripping? How are we getting there? Yeah, yeah, I'm in the back seat. Actually, I had to pull over and make sure we got a good signal here to talk to you guys for a few minutes. But, uh, yeah, just a road tripping with the wife and the son here. All right, JR, what's the ultimate road trip snack? What do you guys got packed? What do you guys drink? What are you munching on? What do you got? You know, I didn't have much time to prepare for this one because we were gone for about six or seven days on that road trip, and then you come home and play one last night. Like, I always think about that. These players have to actually play. Like, I get tired just going <laughs> to the cities and getting on the planes and coming home, and yet they have to play. So sometimes uh, I don't know how they do it. And I was looking at that situation last night. You know, it's obviously a tough uh, second, third period for the Blues. But you look back, what, it's three games in four days. It's uh, four and six, five and eight, seven and 11. That's a, that's a tough stretch they've been through. So. I can feel their pain a little bit as I head to Oklahoma today. JR, pro tip for you. In 1985, when the Cardinals were in the World Series, I had a little tiny car. It was a Honda CRX. And Joan and I are driving across the state to Kansas City for World Series games one and two. And we stopped in St. Peter's at the White Castle. Not a great move <laughs> for a road trip. So that's not a, not a snack not. for a road trip. You know what? I am a White Castle guy, but yeah, Alexa, you're asking what the uh, what are we packing? We are not stopping at White Castle, <laughs> Oklahoma. Will it be like a gas station run where we get some beef jerky and maybe some pistachios, or is there like a planned uh, maybe go through the drive through and grab some burgers? Yeah, anything but garlic mashed potatoes. I think would be the. <laughs> wow. uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I do like the uh, beef jerky, but hey, are we on the same page here? When you go to a gas station for, for beef jerky, like you have to get into your 401k to be able to afford some of that yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, it's pretty right? expensive. It's like $18 for a package of that stuff, but uh, I'm sure we'll stop it at some point. You guys know me. I didn't get to, you know, 295 pounds eating <laughs> rice cakes. By the way, do we, uh, do we do or not do gas station sushi? Oh, I don't think I could do that. And I, the reason I would tell you that, I'm a, I love sushi, but uh, when you go to Vancouver and Seattle and, mm. and hit some of their sushi, you get a little bit spoiled on these road trips. So uh, 
I don't know if I could do the gas station stuff. All right, JR, real blues, the five-in-a-row win blues and three-in-a-row win blues, or the eight-in-a-row <laughs> loss blues. Which are the real ones? Oh, gosh. I got to tell you, I, you know, I know that 10 days ago we were talking about who do you trade. I realize that, you know, a lot of people want to say no. You're writing about blowing up this team. Look, that was that was about as tough as I've seen a team play. And and of course, you know when it's a record eight game losing streak, it's it's got to be the toughest stretch of hockey that uh, any Blues fan has seen. I I did feel that they were better than that. Yeah, a lot better than that. And they weren't showing it. But I think that you can look at it critically and say, even though they're better than that, can they get it back? And they've done a phenomenal job getting it back. They they really have. So. You know, which team are they? Um, they've won five in a row. I think that they can be this team, but it's going to take some veteran leadership, which we've seen during this last stretch, and the coaching staff has done a great job as well uh, to get through this. I don't know if you guys have seen the stat. This is pretty remarkable. But there have been teams that have gone on a long losing streak like the Blues did and then come back with a winning streak, and the record is six games. I think it's uh, San Jose and, and Philadelphia – where they lost eight-plus games, and then they went on to win six in a row. So the Blues just one win away from that record after an eight-plus game losing streak. So pretty remarkable. That is very interesting. Yeah, and the other stat that, that stood out to me was something about Thomas Grice, who was outstanding last night with those 47 saves. And, you know, you, you could put it in a... Um, under a microscope and say, you know, he he's really excellent because you, he got his first Blues win and he wasn't getting the offense earlier this season that, you know, you would have liked to see. But just overall in his career, 8-2-1 when facing 45-plus shots. That save percentage is 941. So my question for you, JR, is are the Blues, I mean, I, I guess the, the way to say this is, is the Blues, like, in the best possible spot goaltending wise with Bennington and Grice that they've been in in the past couple of years it's been incredible and you know I think that uh, when they've had some backup goalies over the years we all know that Brian Elliott even Jake Allen when he was uh, backing up at some point I think gave him a good tandem you look at Billy Huso last year terrific Thomas Grice guys last night I'm watching the game and after a couple of those saves I'm thinking this is Grice starting. This isn't Bennington, right? <laughs> like, right. Yeah. It, it was amazing. And on one of the Grice saves, I looked down at the Blues bench where Jordan Bennington sits, and he's taking his arm and banging the glass, you know, showing his support for Thomas Grice. So it's been phenomenal. Hey, listen, we're 15 games or so into the season. We can kind of take it for granted now that the goaltending's been good. But don't forget that that was the biggest question heading into the season. Mm-hmm. We didn't know how Jordan Bennington was going to play. And we certainly didn't think that Thomas Grice – was going to look like this. Now, has he had a couple hiccups? Yes, but gosh, he's getting a lot of shots, guys. Uh, if you look at the breakdown and the shots against for Bennington, 29.9 in his 12 starts. For Grice in his uh, four starts, 42.3. Like wow. 42, 42 shots per game when Grice has been in that. He was terrific. The goaltending has been uh, the best element of the Blues so far and uh, really kept them where they're at. JR, you have written about and reported on Colton Pareko missing the last couple of games. What's the latest? Well, he's going to miss, you know, the past two games for sure. And we'll see what happens with these uh, back. Well, not back to back, but two games in a row against uh, the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, I talked to Craig Bruby after the game in Chicago the other night, and he said that uh, it's going to be day to day. We'll wait and see. So, you know, Craig Bruby did come out and say uh, yesterday that it's not related to the back. You know, I'm going to take him at his word for that. I know there's a lot of situations where the team, the coach, has to protect the player. 
And in this situation, yeah, you know, it's his, it's his health, it's his injury. These things are, are quiet, but, uh, you know, they're just going to have to monitor the situation. The one thing that Craig Ruby said the other day that the words that kind of stuck out to me was he said he's going to have to let the injury settle down. So to me, that's not a situation where it seems like uh, one, two games and you can bounce right back. We'll see. But uh, he played phenomenally in Colorado. You're talking what, 24 minutes, great down the stretch, played that final two minutes, six on three penalty kill. Uh, they win the game there. Colton Preco, that big hit on Nathan McKinnon. So whatever he's dealing with, you know, hopefully he can get through it. But he's been playing uh, really good here lately for the Blues. So they, they definitely missed him last night. You could see it. Yeah, absolutely. But I do feel like the way that the defense has stepped up in his absence has been pretty remarkable. I mean, Rosen is way more than I think that what you were going to get from him and Mikola out there blocking shots. Overall, I think this defense, I mean, there were some question marks obviously going into the season and then some question marks during that eight game losing streak. But stepping up huge here without Pareko, this is big for this team. Yeah, Mikola's been huge. I think he's taken that next step for sure. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent. They're definitely going to want to bring him back. And uh, a quick story behind the scenes the other night. So Rosen has the goal in Chicago, and the Blues come off the ice. They're taking off their gear, and they kind of walk to a different uh, dressing room. And I happen to be standing next to right where uh, Vladimir Tarasenko passed Callie Rosen in the hallway. And as he's passing him, he looks at Rosen and he says, Hey, sniper. Scoring <laughs> here lately, so uh, it's pretty funny. Rose, Rosen's been playing really well, uh, really getting into that offensive zone, pinching, keeping plays live. Uh, I think we've seen a situation with the Blues where some of these third periods they're really hanging on for dear life. But again, a lot of games, and especially last night, past couple of games when you're missing Colton Preco, that's going to be the situation because he logs so much of that late game ice time. Jr. One more thing. And you you guys have been down to Tulsa for tournaments in the past, right? Yeah. Yep. Have you ever stopped at the over-the-highway McDonald's down there? I think I've uh, seen it. I don't know that we've stopped there, but uh, maybe this time. That's pretty cool. Yeah, here, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and hey, uh, I do have a, uh, a, a mom's trip story for you guys, if you got one more second. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, so only this would happen to me, right? So um, in a couple nights ago, we are in the mom's suite, and I'm trying to interview as many moms as possible. And I talked to Nathan Walker's mom, and I'm asking her for some great moment with Nathan growing up around Christmas time. Do you have any good Christmas stories? And she's telling me a story about how Nathan scored a goal uh, near Christmas, and it was against Marty Turco, and it was a huge goal. Well, she decides that she wants to YouTube it to get the accurate information. So she hands me her ice cream cone. All the moms are having dessert. <laughs> The dessert tray, the dessert tray just comes by the suite. So she hands me her ice cream cone. So for 15 minutes, I'm holding this ice cream cone. I, I got ice cream dripping down my hand while she's Googling this goal so we can find it. Guys, listen, all I can think of is that, you know how it is when a blues player scores on the mom's oh, trip. Yeah. Alexa, your camera is going to go to the mom's booth, right? <laughs> to the suite. And here's Jeremy holding an ice cream cone. So that's, that's what happened. Ivan Barbashev scored the goal in the third period the other night. I went down on a knee with that ice cream cone just to get out of the shot. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. Oh and did it wind up melting all over your hand, or did she? Have, was there any left for her when she was when she found the video? <laughs> no, I was uh, I, I was eating the cone and finishing up the ice cream for her. When, <laughs> by the time she got to that goal, so uh, no, it was it was something. But um, just a great trip overall. A tremendous job by the Blues to 
to put that on. I know I was talking to Chris Zimmerman last night, and and uh, the Blues do a phenomenal job with it. And, and you know, it does that costs a pretty penny for them to to put the ladies up and uh, do those things, but very very well deserved for the moms. And I can I can tell you, they are so appreciative. Every single one you talk to, just so appreciative. I would be super appreciative if they would have like a media person's trip. I would love that. <laughs> yep. JR, Alexa, Randy, Matthew, CD, everybody. Congrats, JR, by the way, on not becoming an instant Instagram meme because right. you could have you could have easily done that with the melting ice cream cone after the goal. So <laughs> oh, good I job do, avoiding I, that. Alexa, I said this is going to be a meme. And when I heard uh, the booth erupt, I mean, I went straight down. <laughs> I <laughs> do for cover. Good play. JR, yeah. safe travels, man. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. And uh, good luck to your son on uh, uh, over the weekend on, in the tournament. Hey, thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. See you later. Take care. That's Jeremy Rutherford on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.